You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Good Friday. Hello and welcome to the, uh, the show. We were going to have Riley Gaines on the show today. We were going to. She was ready to talk today. And this happened yesterday. This is in a vicious attack at San Francisco State University. Trans rights are human rights. This is what happens when you uh, you whip children into a lather. And you uh, spew and fill them with a bunch of hate and nonsense. And the mainstream media uh, carries their water for them. And then what happens? Well, people end up getting hurt. People end up getting hurt. And uh, it's really remarkable because the left has gone bet guano crazy this week. Bet guano crazy in the Tennessee legislature, uh, Riley Gaines speech, uh, all over the country. And they're throwing a massive temper tantrum. You know why they're throwing a big uh, temper tantrum? Because their agenda is going down in flames. It's going down in flames. Transgender nonsense is being shot down in uh, state legislatures around the country. Uh, Joe Biden even uh, did a little double back, a little circle back on boys being able to compete with girls. And uh, and then the anti-Second uh, Amendment folks. Uh, all of this stuff, by the way, none of it is organic. Uh, it's all whipped up by uh, left-leaning groups. It's uh, probably some Soros money involved. Soros funded the summer of 2020. Oh, and guess what's coming up? Yeah, you know, it's election season. So do you think it's going to get uh, a little bit lesser today? Do you think it's going to get easier as we approach next year? No, it's only going to get bigger. And the only thing also I mentioned, the more that they are defeated, the more that the left sees the writing on the wall, that their um, Maoist revolution that they've envisioned since 1968 is going to come to a very large and very abrupt halt, the more they do that, the louder they're going to get and uh, the uglier they're going to get. And what I would ask you is that you seek grace. This morning before I, I got on the show, I, uh, I prayed and um, I usually pray at night, and uh, this, this morning I decided to do it because I had a lot of uh, tension inside of me because of what happened to Riley Gaines, and it was really frightening. It was, it was terrifying. And then what happened in the Tennessee legislature, it's all built on a lie. They say that uh, these, uh, these two uh, members uh, were kicked out because of racism. And whenever you hear the word racism in this country, realize uh, the reason why the left uses it is if they're losing an argument, that's what they scream. Uh, they were screaming trans rights are human rights, and they were screaming at R- Riley Gaines and all this nonsense. And uh, and again, they scream these names, and they and they pitch a fit like little children, like little baby children, little violent children, when they're losing an argument. And they're always going to lose their arguments because they're based on nonsense. They're based on uh, a lack of common sense life experience. They're based on talking points fed to them by people who want to stir things up and create a faux revolution in the country. That's what this is all about. 
So today I just quietly asked God to uh, give me strength to come to the microphone every day. And despite whatever faces all of us, uh, as far as the country is concerned or the world is concerned, that I am given the gift of grace and uh, that I am always aware of uh, how I am thankful for the blessings that I have in my life. So that's how we're going to start off the show. And I just want you to know that as I take you through the show today and I, and I play you some of the audio from some of the madness and then also some very great stories today that uh, I hope that we can all breathe, we can realize the significance of this week and this weekend for peoples of many faiths and uh, we can come together at least through Sunday and, uh, and be optimistic about it all, okay? How does that sound? I think it sounds good. Uh, that said, let's move right into uh, all of this stuff that I want to get to, including Joe Biden's approval ratings. Now, it's kind of weird because uh, we were told that Joe Biden was the uh, most successfully, uh, what, the, the, the most votes ever in the history of a, of a candidate. Uh, Joe Biden uh, won 81 million votes in 2020. And then we were told, and it's kind of funny. Because after that election, even though he won 81 million votes and he clearly had a, a referendum on everything, that uh, his, uh, his approval rating sunk immediately. I mean, like 39%. As soon as he took office, he should have been riding high at 70, 80% like Barack Obama, but he never did. What happened? And then well, you got the midterms here, and uh, right after the midterms, uh, low approval ratings again. This after he had the most successful midterms in the history of the Democrat Party, at least since JFK. So I'm like, there must be a messaging problem here because uh, the pollsters are not getting the joy and the glee that the American people are feeling. I, I don't understand what this is. Clearly somebody is, uh, is uh, triggering the polls. Somebody's lying to the pollsters. Or maybe, I don't know, stolen elections have consequences. Uh, did I say that out loud? Yes, I did. Uh, here is a uh, report from CNN. A little downtrodden that this enormously trans, uh, transformational and effective president, the brilliant communicator who can barely speak, has such poor ratings at this time in his presidency. But we begin with some brand new CNN polling and what the numbers tell us about a president still working on his re-election plan as he heads today to Camp David. He's not going to run. The Easter weekend. The numbers are beyond sobering for President Biden. They tell us many, or in some cases most of you, have deep doubts about his performance and about the direction of the country right now. 72% of us think the country's going in the wrong direction. That includes Democrats. It is April 2023, so a very long way to November 2024. Don't so rub it in. Consider these numbers just an early campaign baseline, but it's an important but. They are still quite telling about your mood <laughs> yes. and the challenges facing the 80-year-old incumbent. Our CNN political director, David Chalian, here with us to unveil the numbers. David, what do they tell us? Yeah, John, this is indeed a big baseline poll. It's just the starting line. And President Biden hasn't even formally announced his re-election. Yeah, just the starting line, and he tripped right out of the block. <laughs> but we asked uh, the American people if he deserves re-election, if he deserves a second term. Yeah. Uh, 32%, just a third of Americans in this poll, John, 
say yes. Joe Biden. What? How is that? Again, most popular elected president in history, most popular midterms of a Democrat since JFK. How could this be possible? Deserves to be reelected. When we asked that back in December. It's like support only happens right around election time. Like, I don't know, support from the FBI and the DHS and uh, big social media and the mainstream media. It was up at 37 percent. So he's lost a little bit of ground here. And we've noticed uh, what's driving that is young voters, liberals, some people that should be naturally in a D versus R world in Joe Biden's camp. So wait, 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 wait. I've been told by a bunch of people in my life that Gen Z was going to turn things upside down. Uh, Gen Z was uh, completely down with Joe Biden. That's kind of weird. He'll have some work to do on his own side of the fence before he uh, can actually. Maybe it's because Joe Biden made life suck so badly for Generation Z the last three years. Uh, convince the broad middle of the country. Take Two and a half. A look at his overall approval rating in this poll, 42% approve, 57% disapprove. Um, let me just put it this way uh, real quick here about uh, why Joe Biden has the uh, low approval ratings at uh, this point in his presidency. Um, <clears throat> let me distill this into uh, a couple of words here. I got to I got to think about this. I got to ponder it here. I got to choose my words very carefully. I'm a wordsmith, you know, I like to I like to kind of uh, think and use my words deliberately. Um, here it is. Uh, he's a really sucky president. Yeah, really bad at what he does. He makes Jimmy Carter look great. Here's Jim Gossett. It sucks to be you. It sucks to be you. Your polls are way down. You look like a clown. Joe Biden, you're through. But suck is a tool. Oh, I remember her. Not very bright. You couldn't try harder to be Jimmy Carter. You make him seem cool. Of presents I've seen. You're the most obscene. Nixon was a schmuck. Clinton liked a lie. LBJ was mean. You've been a DC. 50 years long yeah. on everything you have been wrong. It sucks to be you. Red states won't turn blue in 22 or 24. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go. You know the you know the thing. Nobody else could be this bad as president. You are quite sad, Biden. It sucks to be you. You have a it sucks to be you. Again, that is Jim Gossett. If you'd like to help out Jim, he has a page. It's called a Patreon page, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And look up Jim Gossett Comedy if you'd like to help him out. Uh, a lot of uh, conservatives are under attack. A lot of conservative comedians can't get work. And so if you can help him out, that'd be great. And then you'll get uh, exclusive ass- access to all of the parodies that he does with me on, on the show. So anyway, this is kind of weird. Uh, you know, it, It's funny how Joe Biden's support only comes around during election season uh, with the assistance of uh, the DHS, the FBI, uh, uh, the uh, big social media and the mainstream media, and of course the uh, the help of uh, I don't know George Soros and uh, Mark Zuckerberg, and then after he uh, wins his election or whatever, then it just plummets. Why is that? I wonder why. It's like maybe the elections are messed up or something. But anyway, a higher percentage of Pennsylvanians 
say they want to see former President Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis run for the White House. How is that? I mean, they did, they got a brand new, shiny, uh, new and awesome uh, Democrat uh, governor in that state. <laughs> yeah, Josh Shapiro is a joke. Anyway, a new poll commissioned by the Commonwealth Foundation down 34% of Pennsylvanians wanted Trump on the 2024 ballot. 26 would like to see DeSantis. And uh, Joe Biden, uh, 24%. <laughs> 24%. It's like maybe he's doing a terrible job or something. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, he is. He's doing a terrible job, and the world is on fire, and all we can do. And like I said at the very beginning of his presidency, I said if, in fact, he's going to be the president for the next four years, the best we can do is to limit the amount of damage he can do. Fortunately, we have one House of Congress, so we're able to do some wonderful things, but we have a lot of time before the election. So we need to be able to uh, fight when we need to, and we need to greet every day with hope and grace. That's what I will do my level best to do. Now, coming up, I've got a lot of stuff, including, um, oh, oh, uh, this uh, Riley Gaines uh, protest. Also, want to get into the uh, transgender nonsense that has been uh, parroted about and how it really is just an attack on women. And here's some good news women are ticked off and they're starting to fight back, and I support them 100%. Here's a number if you want to call today, guys 800 922 6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. His pronouns are he and man. His adjectives are awesome and excellent. And his interjections are hell and yeah. It's the Rob Carson Show. This is Riley Gaines being attacked. Riley Riley Gaines made the mistake of spending her entire life as an athlete competing. What do you think about how uh, cruel and inhumane the attacks on Riley Gaines are? Riley Gaines is a female swimmer who uh, all she did was show up her senior year in college to compete in the NCAA swimming championships. And there was a man named, uh, well, became a man na- or a woman named Leah Thomas who uh, decided to change his gender his senior year because he was rated in the 500s nationally. And he went to the uh, women's uh, swim uh, uh, national championships and uh, destroyed records that destroyed the lives of a lot of female athletes as a man. Now, if he were just a man, he just, you know, walked over in his Speedo, put the rubber hat on his head and said, okay, I'm competing. Everybody would have said, oh, you can't do that. But he uh, decided to just wear a woman's swimsuit and then to add insult to injury, go into the locker room as a male, uh, undress in front of all of the women in the locker room, feeling like they had been sexually assaulted. Uh, and by the way, another thing about, uh, about Leah Thomas is uh, Leah Thomas also continued to date women. All right, so Leah Thomas, the supposed woman, uh, was still a straight male sexually. So there is, uh, there is that. So this is a psychosexual assault on American women. On women around the world, it's a psychosexual assault. And I'm not going to mince words on this because it's based on nonsense. And the people who have fallen for this have been brainwashed, have been duped, 
and it's ridiculous. And I think a lot of it has to do with uh, most of the kids who are behind this transgender movement are uh, white kids who've been told that... uh, they are white supremacists. The, men, the young men are told that their masculinity is toxic. And the young women are, are left feeling uh, on the outside. Uh, and so the, the next thing you can do to get back in the in crowd and become popular is to change your gender, change your sex, say you're intersex, say you're this, say you're that, and there you go. And it is mania. This is mania. You can't win... When it comes to science, you can't win when you have an intellectual argument. You can't win when you just argue common sense. So what happens? The left shrieks and howls and disrupts and uh, commits acts of violence. Commits acts of violence. I'm going to share a story with you. When I was a kid, I grew very quickly. And so I was always the tallest kid in my class from first grade through my freshman year in high school. I was really tall. Right now I'm six feet one, about 240 pounds, 235. And uh, when I was in sixth grade, I was 5'10 and weighed 175 pounds. Now, that's a uh, healthy-sized adult male. And I had to literally wrestle. Uh, when I wrestled in sixth grade, I bide an entire tournament because there was no other sixth grader, 11 or 12-year-old, who was big enough to wrestle me. And then when I got into eighth grade, I was 6'1", 245. And uh, that is the size of a healthy adult male. And so every track meet I threw shot put in discus, and every track meet I took the gold medal. And in uh, football, my, my eighth grade year, I had 35 quarterback sacks in seven games. Do you know why? Because it was like playing your dad. I had an advantage. I didn't know. I was just a kid. I was a 14-year-old kid trapped in a, an adult body, and I, and I used it. And what the kids did to defeat me, to, to uh, you know, when I was going for the quarterback sack, is they would lay down in front of me and try and trip me up. It was the only thing they could do. Now, I'm a biological male, and I was competing with biological males, and uh, so that's the way it is. Uh, that's just a stage in development. When you take a person who's been a man their entire life and put them up against biological women, they have larger lungs, larger bone, uh, larger bone structure, largest, larger muscularity, uh, muscularity. They've got a larger trachea, like 50% larger than w- girls, uh, larger wingspan when you're swinging, swimming. I could go on and on. And so uh, that is an unfair advantage, not because of, uh, of uh, you know, being the same sex and being physically advantaged and the same sex. This is a man competing against women. And uh, this is why uh, uh, trans men, meaning people who are born women and become men, why there are no, none of them in uh, Major League Baseball, none in pro football, none in pro basketball, none in pro wrestling, none in professional arm wrestling, none in track and field, because it's obvious. It just makes sense. But that isn't going to stop the left from going bat guano crazy. Now, I've got some uh, uh, audio yesterday from Corinne Jean-Pierre, who clearly was speaking off script, and I believe not necessarily echoing just the uh, voice of the president or the administration. I think she was 
behaving like these children in uh, in Tennessee, behaving like these children that attacked Riley Gaines. Uh, here's the number. It's 800-922-6680. This is a Good Friday edition of the Rob Carson Show. European American Armory Corp, or EAA Corp, is specialized in providing high-quality, innovative, and reasonably priced firearms to the U.S. since 1990. You can choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, whether you're looking for a concealed carry, revolver, shotgun, or competition pistol, EAA Corp has it. EAA's 1911 series comes in compact, carry, or full-size in three popular calibers. If you're a first-time gun owner, EAA Corp's all-in-one 9mm MC9 Striker fire pistols come fully equipped in a sleek, light, ergonomic package ideal for everyday carry. In addition, their lineup includes the MC312 series of 12-gauge shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense that will exceed your expectations. There is a limited lifetime warranty on every series available today at EAA Corp. EAA Corp says get the quality firearm you've always wanted and save yourself a lot of hard-earned money. Visit EAACorp.com. That's EAACorp.com to learn more and order online or through your local dealer. Do you know why we know Joe Biden and the Democrats caused a 40-year high inflation? When factories that make these ships shut down, ships shut down. Because we're not stupid. It's the Rob Carson Show. Coming up after the top of the hour, we're going to talk about John Kirby and this uh, new report. The uh, Biden administration is blaming Donald Trump for their disastrous policy in Afghanistan. It is uh, an insult. And here's the uh, here's the thing about it. And when you see and when you hear what John Kirby said yesterday, realize that uh, nobody who knows anything about the military and our operation in Afghanistan believes a single word of it. So don't, you know, temper your rage and anger. And I don't blame you if you served there or you know somebody, one who, someone who served there or, or, uh, you know, someone who, uh, came back with, uh, profound mental or physical injuries after serving there or you gold star family members realize that, uh, he can say all he wants and the Biden administration can try to rewrite history all they want, but the fail belongs to them. So don't get worked up about it. I, I do my level best to not get too worked about stuff like this because it's it's so outrageous that uh, nobody really who's paying attention will believe it and it's not going to change any polling for him to say it uh, you've known all along since the day it happened that it was a horrendous mistake you've known all along that we left pallets of money and billions of dollars of military hardware to the Taliban because they've been parading around with it they've been showing it off to the world Right now, there's a massive underground uh, weapons uh, trade happening from Afghanistan as terrorists fill their coffers with money uh, from the from the weapons that they have to sell it to other terrorists and other enemies of us. So nothing that John Kirby said yesterday changes the fact that this was a uh, Charlie Foxtrot, to say the uh, least. I want to mention something real quick. If you get the chance... 
Newsmax is doing a poll, and we are asking Americans if the Trump indictment is for real or just politics. And also, who do you support for president? Is it, uh, it going to be Trump? Is it going to be uh, uh, Ron DeSantis? Is it going to be Vivek Ramaswamy? Uh, just text the word event to 39747. That's event to 39747. Takes a minute to do that. And then if you get a chance to check out some of the great programming on Newsmax, like uh, Rob Schmidt, who I, I love, uh, Chris Salcedo, I was on his radio show today, Greta Von Susteren, Eric Bowling, by the way, had a great lineup on his show last night. Uh, Newsmax is streaming on all major cable systems. On your phone, on your phone at NewsmaxTV.com. Or uh, also, you can go to Channel 349 on DirecTV. I want to mention this, and I, and I talked about... Uh, uh, having grace and uh, and realizing, you know, no matter what the left says, <clears throat> you know the truth, right? You know the truth in your heart. And and when somebody has a podium and they don't answer questions, or or they, uh, you know, they uh, they filibuster or they try to shut you down, uh, that uh, that the truth is going to win. I, I found this <clears throat> this piece that I I wanted to share with you because. Uh, this happened on October 19th of 2020. And uh, so about two and a half years ago, Rush Limbaugh, um, he spoke on his radio show about his uh, cancer diagnosis. And, you know, I was thinking this morning as I got out of bed and my heart was uh, full of uh, stress about uh, Riley Gaines and her cancellation and what happened to her and what was happening in Tennessee and what was happening, uh, you know, with regard to Afghanistan. And and, uh, and then I realized it's nothing compared to what, um, what Rush Limbaugh went through the last year of his life. Rush Limbaugh was told a year before uh, he died that he was going to die. And every day he went on the air and he never said, I've got cancer. I, you know, this, this is terrible. Why, God, are you doing this to me? He never said that. And I don't think that most of us could do that. And so when I looked at the dearth of, uh, of uh, down, uh, I guess, uh, negative news uh, facing me today, facing you today, uh, I went, you know, Come on, <laughs> pick yourself up, go in, present the the news of the day and your take on it and, and offer uh, uh, people a reason to be hopeful. And, uh, and I do believe that good will win despite all the, uh, the caterwauling. This is Rush Limbaugh um, on the radio with terminal cancer. And this is... How he faced it. I have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It is of uh, immense value, strength, confidence. And that's why I'm able to remain fully committed to the idea that what is supposed to happen will happen when it's meant to. That's unbelievable, and and this isn't. I, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to put off my my Jewish uh, listeners or my Muslim listeners. This is about faith. This is about a reason to be other than just being born and being here. All right. So uh, anyway, I wanted to share that with you. I wanted to share that with you. Um, the U.S. Supreme Court has ruled that a transgender student, transgender students, biological males in West Virginia, can compete against female athletes. Now, you're thinking this is across the board. And if this were across the board, if this were uh, female athletes, male athletes being able to compete with women, women's sports would end. Every reason for a woman, born a woman, to 
compete would end. Now, men and women can compete in other competitions, singing competitions, comedy, uh, politics. I can go on and on. But when it comes to uh, uh, physicality and sports, if a man is able to compete with a woman, you've ruined women's sports. It'll be over. And I got to tell you, I am not about to let that happen. I'm not about to let that happen to my daughter. You shouldn't be willing to let that happen to your daughter or your wife or your mother. It is an affront. And these people are cowards. Because if they weren't cowards, they would say, well, we think that uh, uh, transgender men should be able to be in the NBA. Well, no, they can't. Because they don't have the physical prowess to be in the NBA. There will never be a woman who can play starting whatever for the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. It's not going to happen. And, you know, there's a point where you're going to have to just accept it. There are some things that you can't do. I can't play pro baseball right now. I never could. Never had the physical prowess to be an athlete. I, I, I stumbled into it in middle school because I was huge. But there are some things you're going to have to accept that you, it, no matter what sort of a temper tantrum you throw, what, no matter what sort of fit you pitch, it's not going to change the facts. Dylan Mulvaney can say that uh, she is a woman. It's not going to make her a woman. No matter how much the left stomps around, no matter how many people they shout down, it's not going to happen. It doesn't mean we can't uh, treat her like a woman. Uh, it, It doesn't mean that we hate her. For what she has done or he has done. or what I don't even like to use the guy's dang pronoun now. I'll just stick to the one that she had at birth. He. But nothing's going to change it. Dylan will never be able to have a child. But yeah, but there's some women who can't have a child. Well, yeah, but usually they all have uh, uteruses and, and they have wombs. And, and there is something going on that prevents her uh, plumbing from working. I uh, trust me. I know this. We we went through this for years, trying to have our daughter before we were graced uh, without fertility treatments uh, to have her. It was remarkable. So at some point, you're going to have to come to the realization that you can't always get what you want, as the Rolling Stones used to say. The high court uh, rejected an emergency rest qu- request from West Virginia to lift an appeals court injunction. The, uh, the transgender athlete will be able to compete. Now this is a 12 year old. All right. So there's a 12-year-old kid competing with uh, other girls. Uh, the 12-year-old born male is uh, named, uh, well, I won't say her name. But anyway, uh, the, the, uh, the Women's Sports Act, the Save Women's Sports Act, cannot be enforced uh, in this case for now. Two of the court's uh, conservative justices, Alito and Thomas, noted that they would have granted the application. Alito, in a brief opinion, faulted a lower court for, fa- court for failing to explain its reasoning. Uh, this, according to uh, West Virginia Attorney General Patrick Morrissey, it's a procedural setback, but we remain confident that when this is, uh, case is ultimately determined on the merits, we will prevail. And, and I believe it will. Otherwise, again, women's sports are over. <clears throat> now, 
I've said that there's a lot of temper tantrums going on and there's a lot of screaming of transphobia and all this stuff. And that means that you're being beaten. That means you're, you're losing the argument intellectually. You're, you're losing the argument morally. And Corinne Jean-Pierre is a prime example of this. Yesterday, she went to the podium and she was red hot. She was really, really ticked off. And uh, uh, here is what she had to say about uh, LGBTQI plus and uh, transgenderism. I know that these political attacks can really take toll on people's mental health. So I want to say directly to LGBTQI plus kids, you are loved just as you are. Yes. Now, um, Christians uh, and people of other faiths love those children as well. But the, don't, don't claim the, the love angle on this. The Democrat Party doesn't own love and compassion for transgendered individuals. We do as well. We just don't think it's fair for men to compete against women. So here she is trying to grab the moral high ground, even though the, the left never has the moral high ground. Just the way you are. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, you call 988, the national... Now listen to this. What they're doing is, uh, this isn't necessarily a suicide hotline, uh, which is being, it's, it, it is a hotline where you can call and be reaffirmed in your choice to change genders. This is a, a further brainwashing. This is come to the government hotline, don't listen to your parents. That's what this is. Listen. Crisis hotline and dial the number three to talk to a counselor who has been specifically trained to support LGBTQI plus kids. Okay, so that is a, a counselor who has been specifically trained to reinforce the fallacy that you can be the opposite gender. This is a new service that the Biden administration is proud to offer during these incredibly hard times. They're not hard times. You created this. You picked the fight. You're the ones who said that boys can compete with girls and beat them, and girls can't say anything about it. You're the ones who said it's okay to mutilate children and turn them into walking units by adulthood. And there are some people, quite simply, who are not going to let that happen. You picked the fight. For these trans kids. Uh, again, it's all nonsense. So what they're doing is they're losing the argument out of desperation. They're creating a hotline for these kids to avoid parents, clergy, whatever, and get their belief reinforced on them. Uh, let's hear a little bit more from her. Here is uh, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre again making things up because the, uh, the radical trans agenda is failing. This has been one of the worst weeks for, of 2023 so far in terms of anti-LGBTQ bills becoming law in states across America. There's a reason for it. It's called reason. And it's called uh, common sense. Three anti-LGBTQ laws have been enacted. She's couching them as anti-LGBTQ. It's a lie. Acted so far this week in Kansas, Indiana, and Idaho. Just yesterday, the North Dakota Senate passed 10 anti-LGBTQ bills in just one day. Why don't you tell us what's in them? A single day record. In Kansas, the state legislation overrode Governor Kelly's veto to make Kansas the 20th state that has banned transgender kids from participating in schools, sports. Yay! 
With the enactment of a new law in Indiana, 14 states have now banned gender-affirming health care, while some of these laws are currently blocked. Gender-affirming health care, putting kids on puberty blockers and mutilating them. By courts. This is a dangerous, a dangerous attack on the rights of nah. parents to make nah. the best health care decisions for their own kids. They got to lie. See, they got to use other words that don't mean anything. It's like saying you're pro-choice and not pro-abortion. They got rid of that. And, and I got to tell you, nobody is falling for it. And what will fall is this movement. This faux movement, people are getting it. They've already gotten it overseas. We're just, uh, we're just uh, now uh, understanding the scope and breadth and, and uh, dangerous, uh, the dangerous aspects of the movement. A little bit more on this. Uh, Sam, you hold on. We with you. We've got lots of phone calls coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. They shut down your kid's school. They forced them to wear masks. They taught them CRT and radical transgender nonsense. Now, Mama Bear and Papa Bear are pissed. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. Let's go to uh, Sam in Selbyville, Delaware. Hello there, Sam. Welcome to the show and a good Friday to you. How you doing? Hey, I'm uh, good, brother. You know, everybody knows what Trump's plan was. At least I'm pretty sure they do. And... Uh, so why they come out and say Trump tied our hands, it's really ridiculous. But the other problem is, let's just say that they are right. Well, if, if Trump's plan was so bad, why did they follow it and, and screw up? the way they did. Well, they didn't follow it. They, they blew it out of the water. Uh, say, they blew it out of the water. They, uh, they did not adhere to it. Donald Trump wanted to keep Bagram open. He wanted to keep that base. Exactly. We, you know, and, and it would have, that's all we needed, Sam. That's all we needed to do because we could land planes. We could bring whatever forces we need there. If there was a, uh, some sort of a Taliban uprising in Afghanistan, girls would have still been able to go to school. Women would have still been able to have jobs. But these jackweeds changed the dang thing. And everybody knows it, Sam. Everybody knows it was exactly. a sham. Because everything that Joe Biden touches with regard to foreign policy turns to crap. Exactly. Yeah, so. it's, 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 it's an insult, Sam. And, and whenever you see people like John Kirby saying uh, the opposite of the truth, realize that, that most people don't fall for it, particularly the most important people, which are people who served, people are, who are still in the military, and Gold Star families. None of them believe the nonsense. Well, you know, officers, especially like an admiral, they're never supposed to lie. It's part of their code. And yet he doesn't have a problem doing it. I guess between his pension and what he's getting paid in this job, it's just too good to to sit and be honest. So I agree with you on Kirby. He seems disarming and nice, but he's not a good person. Thanks for the call. Let's go to, oh my God, we got a guy named Flinks. Flinks from Santa Cruz, the home of KSCO, our glorious station there. What's going on, my friend? God bless you, man. I'm so I'm so honored to talk to you, someone that knew Rush Limbaugh and spoke to him and was friends with him. But I had a thing wow. about homicide and, and science. Like if the police come upon a body in the street or whatever, like there's a homicide victim, they have to investigate thoroughly. Now, like the science, the guy that's the coroner, he's going to look at the body and stuff and go, okay, we got a male victim here, yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada. And yeah. that's got to hold up in a court of law. So, like, you got to have... All the science, all the mapping and everything, the fingerprinting, all that stuff. So this is dangerous to go down this road because of, in science, you have the reality of things. Like, they're going to say this is, God bless them that they think they're a male or a female or whatever, but we have a male body, and we've got 
you know, a murder scene here, and this has got to hold up. You can't go into the court saying, hey, we had a female victim. Yeah. Oh, no, they're not. They're male. Then the defense could say, well, the murderer guy could say, well, I killed a female. And they say, well, it was a male. No, I killed a female. And then yeah. you have yeah. a... Does that? Does that I, think? Do you think that kind of thing could happen, or how would it work in the court of law? Like that's where it becomes a serious issue. I think. What do you well, think? the day that it does, I mean, it's over. But but I, I'm going to tell you this, John, uh, Johnny, uh, the uh, or, or flanks, 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 flanks. Sorry, we got Johnny coming. Up. Um, this too will pass. Okay, uh, it's it's based on nonsense. It's based on uh, false. Uh, a false idol, if you will, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, and and this will too, this too will pass. Uh, eventually, the mania will end. Eventually, good will end. Eventually, common sense will uh, will reign. So uh, we have to go through these tribulations to reach enlightenment. There, flakes. I appreciate your call, bro. We got to take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show. Like the show. You can help by subscribing and leaving a five-star review on both Apple and Spotify. It's free. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. Newsmax. Shoots it straight. No talking down to me. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. I trust Newsmax. Newsmax. They don't tell me how to think. They let me decide. Real news for real people. 